Good afternoon, good evening. Welcome back to the podcast that explores the world within and out. And thank you for subscribing to Traveling Inside Out on any podcast platform you feel like. I would like to apologize for being late. It's just I really have some problems with my laptop. I'm really looking forward to uh, going to United States and going to an Apple store and ask them to look and see what's wrong with my laptop because sometimes it just doesn't uh, charge. So again, I apologize, but let's move on with today's episode. So yes, I am still in Ecuador and I think it's time after the last two episodes in which I told you mostly how I made it from Iceland to Ecuador to give you a little bit of insights about how it is to be here. Um, For whoever doesn't know, I have been to Ecuador before in my South American uh, trip three years ago. Um, So if you are interested, you can look back in uh, some of the episodes and for sure I talked about Ecuador as well because it was one of the countries that I really promised myself that I'm going to visit again. Unfortunately, um, this trip, the main reason of this trip was for me to be able to stay somewhere for more than two weeks outside of Europe so then I can go to United States. And since my partner is joining me in this trip, we decided to stay longer, so to stay around one month. I really wanted to travel and see a lot of the places here, especially in um, the area where I haven't been but because of coronavirus and because we're still trying to be a little bit safe we didn't manage to do as much as at least I wanted. Now let me start with the beginning. So uh, last time I was saying that I landed one day before my partner and I went somewhere uh, to a village close to the airport. I paid 50, 50 cents for the bus to get there um the accommodation was a nice accommodation it was a bit tricky to get there but finally I made it there I was the only person uh, staying at that accommodation it was more like a bed and breakfast kind of a place and it was all nice it was quite hot especially for me coming from Iceland but uh, at the end of the day it was a nice uh, day, but because of the jet lag, I think I went uh, to bed somewhere around 6 or 7 or 8 p.m. Uh, and I woke up at 1 a.m. and um, I was not able to sleep until probably like 8 p.m. or 7 p.m. or something like that for like about one hour so I was quite exhausted but finally um, the following day came as I was saying and I decided to the plan was for me to go to the airport meet with my boyfriend we had um, secured transportation from the from the airport to the hotel and then that was that uh, he landed earlier, which is really weird. I don't understand how that happens, but he arrived way earlier, like I think at least half an hour earlier, which was like, wow. Um, but we finally met, we took the, 
transportation, we went to the hotel and this is when everything changes uh, compared to how it was uh, to be in this country pre-coronavirus. The moment when we arrived, the door was uh, the door opened for us at the hotel, and we decided uh, we didn't decide, and we were our luggage was sprayed, like our luggage was sprayed. Um, we of course had to use hand uh, uh, sanitizer, and we had to give. Um, more information from where we came from so we had to fill in i mean i know it's normal to fill in your information regarding uh like you know you need to put like your passport or something like that but this time we were asked to see like where uh, were we coming from and if we had a layover and all of that so um that was the first change that we've noticed we paid for the accommodation. It was really late in night. I think it was already because the airport is around 45 minutes, one hour uh, to the hotel where we were staying. And it was quite uh, <laughs> quite a ride because we went up and down uh, in the city. And I, I remember that um, I always arrived, like I arrived in Quito twice before and it was all always uh, in the middle of the night so I didn't see much and this was kind of the same which made me laugh. But uh, we finally got to our room. I was disappointed in that hotel because the main reason why we decided to take that hotel was because they advertised us having a bathtub but there wasn't. The room was expensive. I called the front desk. They said that they can uh, try to find a solution in the morning because we were staying there for three nights. Now, the thing is that we were really tired. So we went to sleep very fast after, or at least I was very tired because I was still jet lagged. Um, and the next day, the breakfast happened. Now, the thing with the breakfast is that normally in hotels like four-star hotels and so on, of course, they have an amazing spread of a breakfast that you can serve yourself. But because of coronavirus, that thing was closed. So we were served breakfast in a little, I would call it like coffee shop place uh, that was at the... Um, ground level uh, of the hotel and it was very basic we just got offered like some eggs some fruits uh, tea juice and that's kind of it and I was really really disappointed with it um, we decided to stay one day longer in um, Quito and doing that, we decided to go to another hotel. And once again, that breakfast uh, was very, um, uh, like the review, it got a lot of reviews. But again, because of coronavirus, we were offered the same kind of thing, eggs, uh, fruits, coffee and uh, juice or tea and juice. And it was a little bit disappointing, but what I really dislike is the fact that they didn't update their 
pages on uh, booking.com and what is more even more annoying is that uh, recently on booking.com if you actually make a review it's not possible to see the time when that review was posted so for example someone was writing oh this is an amazing breakfast and I was like yeah but was this a review one year ago was this review one week ago because it's quite a difference um, what we've noticed in the city, and it was really surprising, coming from Iceland where they were just introducing masks like a few months ago, and only in um, the places where you cannot keep the social distancing and so on, coming here where everybody's wearing masks all the time outside and in this hot weather is not easy. Um, I saw like even in the bus stops or around banks or around places where people might queue, there were a lot of marks on um, on the floor, on the sidewalk and so on. So then you know where you can, <clears throat> when you wait in line to be like that, to, to uh, keep the distance. But it, what was interesting to me was that I'm pretty sure they've done that in the beginning of the coronavirus, like in the beginning when it started, because... Some of the paint used for those marks was already kind of given away, like it was already going away, which was like, okay, so this is not a fresh thing. And it's interesting because in Iceland, there are still people in a supermarket that they are still very in your back. And it's, you at least me, as an East European, I always thought about North European countries being the norm and being well-educated and following the rules and so on, which is like, mm, I don't know what to feel about that. Now, and of course, another thing that I have to mention is that we went out a little, a uh, few times for dinner and so on. And every time we were either asked, there was like a little sink the beginning, like when you enter the, the, the restaurant, it was a sink or uh, with, so you had to wash your hands with water and soap or they would spray on your hand with um, hand sanitizer. You are being uh, checked for the temperature every single place where you go, either if it's like a supermarket or if you go to a restaurant or, of course, if you enter the mall. If you enter a mall, um, it's actually even more than that because they have um, a disinfectation thing that you go through. Uh, it's like a like a little, very small tunnel and you are being sprayed with disinfectant by... Um, like uh, installation of some sort, which I've seen this in uh, in some banks or like public institutions as well when you go inside. But what's interesting is like you get into the mall, but then they are also rechecking your temperature when you go in every single shop of that place. So it's not like you got into the mall and you're fine. No, they are still triple checking basically. <laughs> Um, if your temperature is high and I don't actually know because I never got the temperature like high but I don't know what happens if you do I'm wondering if um, it will be the case that they won't let you in I'm guessing um, and another thing that I wanted to say that is amazing to me is because uh, you don't use cards so much here in uh, Ecuador or at least in the main places, maybe, but like not all of, all over the place, as would be in Iceland. So because you'll be you're using cash, like money, coins, and uh, banknotes, 
they are actually spraying the backgrounds with disinfectant, which is funny because like they literally get wet and it's like that, right? But it's it's so fascinating because I've always been told by my mom that money are the dirtiest uh, things that you can, because I, I, I was a kid, right? And I was putting them in my mouth or whatever. And she was telling me like, no, this is the dirtiest. Imagine how many people have touched this backgrounds. And then I was thinking and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So now I'm thinking... Maybe we should always do this, spray the money with disinfectant when we're using them. Isn't like some of the things I'm like, why haven't we done this so far though? <laughs> so I really hope that after coronavirus is, uh, we find an ant like a vaccine and people are actually going to use the vaccine and things are going to slow down with this disease and so on. I really hope that, I really, really, really hope that we're going to keep some of these things but I mean, don't get me wrong, it, I've only seen this in Ecuador. I'm really looking forward to go to the United States and see if what, like, if there are any actual changes that I've made. Another thing that I've noticed here is that a lot of shops are, are um, a lot of shops are very much um, uh, closed, which is sad. Oh, and another thing is uh, seeing the arrows. So when you go in a supermarket, there are arrows uh, in which direction you're supposed to go. And not everyone is following those uh, arrows, I have to admit. But at least, you know, like some people do, which I mean, uh, what can you expect? Um, so it is. it was the same when we went to the bus station because we decided to go on the coast. And uh, the moment we are on the coast, uh, it's a, um, yeah, I'm going to say in a moment how we managed to, to book a place here on the coast. I'm a little bit disappointed, I have to be honest. Uh, probably I should be more grateful because it's still an amazing thing, but I, I'm not. So um, we decided that we want to go on the coast also because my partner was very uncomfortable for him it was very cold it was kind of rainy and fresh in uh, quito it was rather cold in uh, the room where we were staying in the hotel or at least in the first room and then we tried to find an airbnb i'm strongly against airbnb but when we plan to stay put for three weeks i didn't know what other way to go if anyone knows and wants to tell me um i'm more than willing to to change my ways so it's basically my second time ever booking an airbnb and we kept trying to find it, it's complicated because you wanted to have you wanted to be cheap but you wanted to be safe but you wanted to be in a nice place but you wanted to be close to the beach but you wanted to have some sort of amenities so it was very complicated and we really tried to find a place and in the beginning i was planning to only stay somewhere on the north part of the coast and uh, after that, keep checking the numbers and so on of uh, coronavirus. And it seemed that it's really slowing down on the coast. The, I mean, it's not slowing down completely. But I was like, I think it doesn't matter anymore. We can just book a place. And then, because we tried to book a car, and it's impossible to rent a, an automatic car, it's imp unless you want to pay for like $1,000 or over $1,000 for, 
for uh, three weeks. It's impossible to rent a car. Um, so then we decided to take the bus from Quito to Manta. And then we found accommodation here in Manta. It's it's a lovely accommodation, nothing to say. It's just that it is way too expensive for what my plan were like my plan were to my plan was to buy like up to five hundred dollars because then we divided by two and it's two hundred fifty it's not that bad we went way over the budget um which is always a thing I think I'm gonna take this to the grave with me whenever I have a plan of a budget and I go over it I'm always gonna be unhappy about it and I'm gonna try to forget but whenever I'm gonna think about it I'm gonna be annoyed and stressed and disappointed in me that I didn't manage to make a better deal um but other than the price being very high it is a lovely it is a lovely accommodation even though um, we didn't take in consideration how many stuff there are in the kitchen because we were planning to cook a lot and so on. And we have the very basic, basic, basic necessities. So it's a lesson that we're learning. Um, it's also first time traveling with my partner. Uh, so we are kind of adjusting one to another and so on. But coming back to how we made it to Manta, we decided to take um, a bus. And the bus was very cheap. So the bus was like $11 and it's, you go for like eight hours, <laughs> kind of a trip, but it was too much for both of us. Um, I did uh, suggest it to maybe we can take over the night. My boyfriend didn't even want to hear that suggestion. And in the first part of the trip, you go through, um, basically the, the mountains, right? And the trip was horrendous. We both got sick. We felt sick in the bus. Um, then it was too hot. Then, um, yeah, it was. And then when we were getting close to, to the place, the bus would keep going around and around to other cities. That would drive me insane. So because of that and because we didn't manage to rent a car, we decided that on the way back we are going to take an airplane because in the place in the city where we are, it's um, they have an airport. So we decided to book. Uh, uh, yeah, to book. It's like forty-five minutes uh, trip. It was way more expensive, of course, than the than the bus. But we both decided that it's better uh, like that because at the end of the day, we can't. Uh, we 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 just cannot keep. Uh, getting sick and especially since my boyfriend got really affected because of the altitude that is in Quito I felt better like in the first day it was the jet lag I was tired and so on but then after that I felt better well my boyfriend he was not feeling better so uh, I wouldn't want to add to the feeling sick because of the car to also get the altitude sickness so um, yeah we decided to go back by plane now the problem is that the plan was to manage to rent a car here but once again we didn't manage um, because I don't remember that well how to drive a manual but my partner doesn't drive manual at all so we really wanted an automatic car we didn't see um, anything and this is the thing that I've before coming to Ecuador I did see that a lot of people were saying that renting a car is not that common but a lot of people actually rent a driver with a car 
But for me, because of coronavirus, I didn't want to have a driver all the time. It's not, it's just that we are still trying to stay away. We are still trying to be safe because the point is not to get sick, right? Um, so that didn't seem like a good idea to me. And so because of that, we didn't manage to book another car. And my plan was to go up and down the coast. And this is why we managed to go uh, to Manta because it's like kind of in the middle of the coast. We didn't manage, unfortunately. So then we thought that maybe we're going to take a bus. We will see. But um, hopefully today we're going to start uh, actually traveling to different places. So then at least around the area and so on. I really want to see more than uh, this little city because honestly, it doesn't have like such a nice beach. And I don't like Manta that much, I'm not gonna lie. Um, but I'm, in a way I'm very frustrated because it's, it's like this, we, we, in my case at least, I wanted to find cheaper uh, options and cheaper uh, opportunities. But at the same time, to be able to do as much as possible, but at the same time, to keep safe for COVID, which unfortunately, all three of these are not possible. So the main thing is to stay safe regarding the virus, because it's still out there. Then if we've managed to find something cheap, okay, if not, unfortunately not. But uh, what I'm thinking now is because we didn't rent a car, then it's cheaper because we were planning to find accommodation and rent a car. We didn't rent a car, so basically the budget is kind of the same, <laughs> like what the budget should have been, but or a bit less because we didn't rent a car. So uh, luckily there's Uber happening in this country, so we might take an Uber for for the duration, like to just go around, and maybe we're going to take a bus uh, to go farther away or uh, something like that in the in the on the coast um when it comes to food i love food in ecuador it's really delicious i love the fruits i missed having the fruits here the pineapples are just incredible you never have pineapples like this in anywhere in europe or in north america if i if you ask me or me i don't know what mexico is doing mexico is doing avocado <laughs> i'm joking i'm joking please don't come at me maybe in hawaii i'm thinking maybe only in hawaii it's so delicious um so that's always an amazing and because i'm coming from iceland everything like food wise is way cheaper so i'm really happy about that but I really hope that I'm going to be able to travel a little bit more and discover more of uh, of this place because Ecuador is an amazing country and it's so frustrating for me to not be able to see more of it. This concludes today's episode. Thank you for listening. And if you want to get in touch with me, you can do so by emailing to alinaswonders at gmail.com. Until next time, follow your dreams and stay true to yourself.